Hey guys, it's Taze Green Life with our Arcadion. This Arcade. That's yes. right. You got it. Yeah, yeah, you did it. Well done. <laughs> How are you doing today? I am doing good. I'm okay. Yeah, I've had a busy one. I film a lot of guitar stuff like uh, during the day uh, for the company I work for. Uh, so I've been doing that most of the day. Uh, which is a lot of fun. It's a nice way to make a living. To be fair, I can't complain. Uh, so yeah, it's been a it's been a good one for me. I'm I'm uh, I'm happy. How are you doing? I'm good. I have you to interview, and then I have one more person right after. Um, I'm I was sick a couple days ago, so now that me I'm not too. sick, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I was rushing. I to get, it's um, going round, but you're in the states, and I'm in the UK, so. It's like, <laughs> <today>. <laughs> um yeah there's like a stomach virus and i live with um i don't have any kids my roommate does um and all of them are sick children just like bring home pure evil (laughs) sponges for disease so yeah i've 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 found that before yeah if i'm around any children they tend to make me extremely unwell i love them but yeah they're just yeah yeah it was it was bad but it was it was okay you know i guess because I don't have kids, so like, it keeps me from not wanting them. So, <laughs> um, let's get into this. Um, your name is Sam. Um, what's your last name? Uh, it's Machen. Everyone gets that wrong. <laughs> and what do you do for the band? I play guitar. I do a lot of the writing as well, and uh, I kind of tell everyone what to do <laughs> most of the time. Um, so where are you from? Uh, we're from like between Reading, which is basically like the budget version of London, <laughs> like a bit outside of London, and then um, like London as well, like different places in London as well. So yeah, Reading and London's where we we say that we're from to make things easy. So I'm located in the United States, and I'm in Richmond, Virginia. Um, so like Virginia was probably like the the first area where the you know the colonists came so okay cool. <laughs> it's where uh um i like to think that reading's the last place the colonists came <laughs> probably yeah, yeah. um so right now we're in like a winter and it's eh. it's like a warm winter it's weird today it's like 68 um which is actually pretty warm um yeah. so yeah, no. I think yeah, for, for the states, it's like winter, especially places that get winters. You know, it's got something to do with the um, the global warming or something. <laughs> Probably. Mm. Um, how did you hear about uh, my podcast? Uh, so it was our like he's like our manager. There's this yeah. guy called Dean. <laughs> I think he got got in touch with you, and um, that's how I found out about it. <laughs> really, yeah, he he put put me t- towards you said oh yeah she wants to have, to have you on the show she does podcasts and stuff like that so I uh ventured further and got in touch yeah that's cool um because I I met him I don't know how I met him like he just appeared out of the yeah, air yeah, and same. I was like that's that's what's good about networking and social media um but he was in a band called Vals, I think, and I interviewed that band, and then he started doing this on the side. And he was like, "Oh, I know two bands that would love to join you," and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Oh, <laughs> it's all love, then, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I, I hadn't realized that you might have uh, spoken to him before, like on a podcast. Whatever. I thought he might have just um, found you somewhere and thought like it would be a good <laughs> shot. So if you, if it's 
like because you've interviewed him before then that's that's equally as cool um so like i think what really happened is i started posting ads and I hated doing that. I was like, I don't want to do ads. I just want to do everything on my own. And hopefully people will, you know, flock to me. And then I started like doing ads. Social media ads, was that like? Uh... Yeah, like oh, Facebook okay. ads and Instagram ads and like sponsored content. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. It's a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole. Sure. Um, and now I'm getting like people from out of state. Um, oh, out of the country. Honestly, it's crazy. I know someone in like, south africa i'm waiting for them they need they need to hurry up <laughs> um but yeah they uh you you and the south africa section is probably the furthest i've gone i've actually never even left america honestly i've all i've only gone to like the little the little islands that america has so it's cool that i'm able to talk to you over the internet <laughs> yeah the wonders of the uh modern technology bring us together i would say come to reading but it's just just don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> yeah. um i live like right now, like about 20 minutes outside of a very small city um uh, but it's it's up and coming i don't know if you've heard of the band uh lamb god or yeah um guar bad omen two of the members from bad omens um it's... they're from richmond <laughs> so yeah they, yeah yeah, no, no, totally. I've been like a like a loose Lamb of God fan for a really long time. It's just like I I can appreciate the, their music so much. I've never gone out of my way to be like I fucking love Lamb of God or anything. Um, <laughs> I th- but I think I do though. I think I do, but I'm just I'm not like I've never been like crazy about. It. I've never got like one of their CDs tucked away somewhere. But um, yeah, they're they're just fantastic. You know, at, at the forefront of uh, I think I see um Silosis, who are a Reading band who I'm, I'm friends with their guitar player. He, they're playing in London supporting, uh, they're, they're supporting Creator and Lamb of God playing in Wembley. I don't know if there's something going on with the venue thing there. It's worth me plugging that though, because that's super cool, mentioning Lamb of God. But yeah, Silosis from, from Reading, they were, I would consider them to be Reading's biggest metal export. Yeah. Yeah, have you heard Silosis before? I have not. <laughs> No. When when the podcast is over, you need to go and listen to Silosis. Yes, you know, I will I now. I love yeah. recommendations, and I hope people who listen to it also like pick up on the recommendations too. Because so, like today, I I pulled up a like. There's this app. I I do not use Spotify. I only post on Spotify with my podcast. But I'm more of like a Pandora user. Cool. Um, yeah, and so they had like a morning metal. And it was all like Metallica and Black Sabbath and The Doors. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, but like, I haven't really ventured out. And I mean, honestly, I don't know if they're a new metal band or if they're an old metal band. But whatever it is, I would probably listen to it <laughs> at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Go check out. Um, Like, I've done quite a few studio releases. Um, but yeah, the most... My favorite of theirs is... I'm really stuck it's between their first and second one, but I would say uh, Conclusion of an Age is a really good album by them. Uh, that's probably like a good place to start. And then like their, their guitar player sings, like he went from being like the most insane guitar player in our area, um, like bar none, like he was just like insane. But like being the head of that band um, as a guitarist to then doing the same guitar and singing like he he became the front man 
for the second album, Edge of the Earth. So I'd recommend checking out Edge of the Earth. Um, and then like go, I like going backwards. I don't know about you, where you like find a record you love and then you listen to like all the other stuff like to, to hear yeah. where it came from. Yeah, I do that. I'll like re-listen. Like they'll be like, oh my God, that's a cool song. And then I click on it and I'm like, I'm going to go all the way from the beginning, all the way. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, love, I love doing that. Like when you find something like when you get obsessed with like a certain band or something, just to like hear that, that like where it's at now. Sometimes you get lucky and they've, re- they've released stuff like after it. Or you might get lucky and hear like the very first stuff and then hear it like progress. But I think my favorite is like finding something right in the middle where you're like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. This is the sickest music I've ever heard. And then like there's stuff after and before, (laughs) if you know what I mean. I'll like um, with Pandora, it has like this little button and it says play all the band's top songs. Um, Okay, cool. So I'll listen through the top songs and then they have like a list of all their albums and like it's kind of like Spotify. But yeah. it, it also creates, like, a station, like, based off of that one song you picked. Like, let's say, like, I don't know, a song, and then, like, the name right after, and then it creates a station based on the sound of, like, you know. That's, that's <laughs> a good band sound. Okay, sick. I'm so behind all of that stuff. Like, um, Dean, we'll go back to Dean again. He was, um, <laughs> t- we are obviously, like, trying to do the whole sort of, like, reach out to as many people as possible using yes. the internet. it helps being tech savvy like that's one thing like i'm really grateful for but some of the new stuff is like spotify he was just saying to me oh just add it to the playlist just add add yourself to the playlist and like i felt like an old person (laughs) it's like how do i do that and he said oh just it's it's easy man just press the button like it's like i I don't think (laughs) it's easy man yeah why why i was having to have it explained because i've got like I don't know, it's like CDs, my thing. Um, I, I very rarely listen to music on like streaming services. I don't think it's because I don't agree with it. I mean, I can I can see the merit of it and I can see the um the the, the problem with it as well. Obviously, you know, people just expect to have music for free now. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it's migrated. It, it is just expected to be that way. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just like holding something, and I'll do my thing where I like I go on YouTube. I use YouTube a lot. I've, I've you know, got, got a YouTube channel and I'll find like bands on YouTube and stuff. That's easy enough. I can just type that into a search bar. You know, I could do that with my eyes closed. But like, yeah, the Spotify thing, especially like as a band, it's like I'm I'm glad that there's just an easy thing that you can use to like upload your songs onto it and stuff. I just maybe I'm glad, maybe I'm not glad about that because there's so many people that can just do it. You know, you can record 30 seconds of silence 12 times and upload it and that's a record. <laughs> and you can actually buy a um, label. Yeah, I have to like do something separate when I do like the Spotify and the streaming like I have to use a whole separate company and like yeah and like they like I have to pay them and then they're the one that distributes like all my stuff and it like to me it's crazy like the fact that I'm on like Spotify and Amazon and and, like I when people are like oh I saw your ad and I'm like I don't even know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> what ad? Yeah. <laughs> like, what ad are you talking about? <laughs> um, but it's it's cool. Like, it, it's cool how I'm able to make my reach all the way over here. Um, and it's just because yeah. of the internet. The internet is so easy to use. Um, yeah. What other places have you, as as a band, played at? Is it just mostly the London UK area? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we've, we've been together for a decent enough amount of time. Um, but we haven't broken out of the UK yet. We had a lot of changes to the way our government works and the way our money works uh, surrounding the EU. It used to be really easy for us to just kind of go overseas and play. Um, 
And just around about the time I think that we were going to start ready to, to do that, that we got hit with um, all the stuff that I think everyone else would normally be paying to, like, if we wanted to come over to the States, for example, like having yeah. stuff like carnets and, and all of that jazz, basically, the visas and stuff. Um, I don't know if visa is the same thing, but it's really confusing, basically. So we've had to rethink what we're doing. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere in the Midlands and everywhere in the South. And then we have got plans for um, doing some like really northern UK dates. I can't say anything about that just yet. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be that guy. Hey, <laughs> it's okay. Um... It. Tell me. <laughs> but no, um, like, yeah, we're in talks with a really awesome band um, who we met, who were touring in here that we in they played in Reading actually which is crazy like we very rarely meet international bands in Reading which just so happened we met an awesome international band um so we're in talks with them about doing some stuff they're a band called Fallen at Dawn um we don't know if anything's set in stone yet but we made really good friends with them and we've been talking to them about doing some dates in Europe and we are going to play in Europe and we're going to try and play everywhere that we can and we're just going to keep on doing it and doing it and doing it until all of that happens again and again and try and have that for the rest of our lives i think i think that's the plan that's cool um so a couple hours ago maybe like eight maybe no seven hours ago um there's posted a live video um was it heavy the heaviest song one of your heaviest songs i I'm not sure what the name is. It starts with R, the, the reptilian. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember where, where we posted it to, but we definitely posted it somewhere. Uh, yeah, and you played it. I guess it was a live footage. And um, how yeah. was that experience? It was in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so that was when we the one we played most recently. That was when we played in um, the New Cross Inn in okay. London. That, that was from there. That was, uh, yeah, that is the heaviest song as well. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember which one it is because we've got there we got a video. There's a, I'll do another shout Rep, out. Rep, a, replicant? Rep, replicant? Replicant. replicant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Steph Evans filmed our entire set. She's got like a little film company thing, so I'll plug her as well. She did an amazing job with like three people, just came down to the show, filmed the entire thing. We recorded the audio onto like, like windows xp laptop <laughs> the, the, the most like no overheads on the drums or anything so i spent every day after the show crunching trying to get that like mixed to, to make it sound like we're a good band <laughs> so it's like just going through like my own music played live but all of the mistakes just in my like my little home studio here like going crazy for at least yeah at least a week after the show like spending hours and hours getting that mixed so uh, hopefully some people will like it, but it's. Cool. I, I, I actually do like the sound. Um, it's very uh, mystical, and some of the names too, like uh, Cassadence. Is, is that is that correct? Say again. The Cassadence. Cascadence. Yes, yeah, that one. <laughs> just the masters of weird words that no one can say. Right, <laughs> and I, I, it's it's just me though. I'm bad. I, I'm I'm a horrible. No, you're right. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> You can't um, even say my name right. No one can. No one's gonna <laughs> everyone gets it wrong. Um what is the sound behind most of the, the song? Like what are you where is the inspiration coming from? The inspiration. Um I think it'd be like anything at any given time, really. I just <laughs> I, I I love writing metal. I think like I've just ever since I heard metal guitar with drums 
and bass and that coming through speakers i was just like this is the coolest thing ever this is just the coolest and best thing ever that i've ever experienced i want to do that uh, i'll probably never be able to do it but i'd love to be able to do that and then just i guess just harnessing that for my whole life and i don't know it's not even sort of like something i want to do now it's just something i do which is cool um not that i don't want to do it but like it's like it's com compulsive almost to a point of where it's just like no this is me um so yeah like i guess like what what inspires the, the sound of the band is is just like a love for doing it i think more more than anything for me there's bands that i enjoy and there's there's you know music that i love and stuff but yeah just that is the big inspiration i think for all of us it's like we've kept going past the pandemic past some of us becoming parents and stuff like that like we've just kept the ball rolling with it and we're like working around our schedules and almost like it's like a parallel life to our main life that's kind of like this we've got a good balance with it which is cool um yeah. so yeah yeah that's that's what inspires it I think the most is our love for it we just we just want to make cool shit basically I feel the same because like I have a full-time job and like I work at a pharmacy so like <laughs> I, I go from being at the pharmacy um to like not being at the pharmacy and doing like band stuff and listening to music and like all this weird stuff and I'm like how the fuck <laughs> like where does it come from like I'm like these two different people but I find a way to balance it all and it's it's crazy yeah, isn't it? yeah you know, how like, easy it, how easy it is to do stuff like this too like it's not as hard as it used to be was that like your um your media stuff do you mean your podcast uh yeah like because of how easy social media is and how like I'm able to reach other people out and yeah. like share my content and talk to people and see their content and then like I tend to like to go to some of the shows so any of like the local bands that come through like Virginia let's say um I'll hop on and I'll like talk to them and I'll go to their shows and I'll buy mar merch and stuff and I support them all awesome. over social media so I try to like <laughs> support everyone like I would hope they would support me you know and it's so much easier to do yeah. it some, it's good that you say that I think some people have got like a really jaded opinion when it comes to social media and music like they think that it's become like it's taken away something from it but I think you know if you're benefiting from it that's awesome I think more people could do with seeing that benefit as opposed to shying away from it I, me myself I think like a lot <laughs> a lot of what my band talks about is sort of like how um everything reels kind of like decaying around us and we've got this like digital thing just taking over everything everyone's life <laughs> all their most important kind of like life choices and stuff are being made by apps it's like you meet your partner for the rest of your life by pressing a button on a phone now that's yeah crazy. it's insane it's yeah, insane it's crazy. Like... but like that shouldn't necessarily be seen as just like oh we're all turning into like machines we're all turning into drones of like like it, it it is it's a cool concept like if you think about it in like a post-apocalyptic sense like if there's like a fantasy side to it almost but I can completely agree with what you're saying I think you know being able to network and talk to people and uh, do things you wouldn't normally be able to do creatively most certainly I think like you think about what it would have taken to get your music actually distributed the way it is now a while back is you know it's it's easier definitely now and um I think everyone's being able to have a shot which is yes. really nice there's so many different like scenes and, and music and so many different like people and companies and like local people trying to come together on social media and I think that's yeah. the coolest thing ever and it's 
insane. Like some people are like, oh, I hate TikTok. I hate Twitter. I hate Twitter. I hate Twitter so badly. <laughs> I hate TikTok. I think it's a waste of my time, but I still have to like get it out there. And it's, sure. and it's annoying to me, but I've kind of accepted it at this point because it's how life is now. Like, yeah, we're really going to go back to the, the sending letters and mail. Like, are we really going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine having to do that to get the ball rolling with your creative stuff now? How hard that would be? That would take forever. Like social mm. media has just made it faster and easier. I mean, it does control us a little bit. If you think about it, like TikTok, we're so used to like watching five second videos that yeah. we're with really long videos. I had a really interesting thing about um, something that a doctor was saying about children, apparently. Um, this, this is a doctor in India. So it's kind of like they, they do different diagnosis and stuff. There's, you know, America are going to say one thing. I think the UK's health system are going to say another. Um, you know, most people are probably just going to say, have some tablets, it's this much. But like, um, <laughs> yeah, someone in India mentioned, I was having a conversation with someone I know about there being a form of digital autism, which is really interesting. That really piqued my interest um that like having a, having a young daughter and stuff is sort of like the last thing you want is for a child's yeah. kind of attention span to be molded around uh staring at a phone and being able to go to the next thing so easily you yeah know? I think that's happening in adults and everyone I think there's a dangerous side to it but I think most people who have got sort of I've, I've noticed especially creative people that, that understand the balance you know not normies if you know what I mean like people that actually have sort of like a boundary tend mm -hmm. to be people that are quite creative and kind of expressive and stuff and they know sort of like yeah I probably shouldn't be doing this all the time I want to create more than I want to put out sort of thing more than I want to use these apps and stuff um so yeah yeah so I think it's a really interesting um topic actually it's something something I'm glad you touched on I feel like we have gone past the time <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um I actually you know it's funny I actually updated my system and normally it my internet's out today um normally it'll tell me when 30 minutes has gone by I don't think it I think it went by but that's fine <laughs> okay we uh yeah we touch bases on everything um let's talk about a little bit more band stuff I'll give you a couple more minutes because <laughs> we just been like jumping around and I think um I think that's cool um because you have different yeah. perspectives and in a different metal scene than i am and, and and then all the bands i normally talk to so i think that's yeah. cool like seeing things you like worry about and like how social media will like dictate our children it already like dictates us like we are at the age where we grew up with like right there we started having like technology um like everything just kind of pushed to technology i do remember vcrs the little tapes yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and the first record I've got was on tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, records too. Now, like everything's so easy to find, which just makes mm. children not want to put in work in school. They are like, I can find this stuff out on social media. I don't need to like read a book, and that's kind of sad. It is um, sad. But when you think about it, social media like contributes to like. I don't know like it's it's a it's a topic I try to stay on but like it's a topic that you can't really you know <laughs> it's uh it's a big one it's a big um, one we're talking about um the the music scene being different here yes. um to the U.S. like the like the scene you're in, involved in and stuff who, who are sort of like the bands that you're most into around where you are 
Um, so here's some of the... Would you want some of the... I mean, because I'm around... I go to a lot of local shows. Right now, I like... Um, Fit for a King is one of the bands that I'm, like, really into. I think... Yes. Yeah, cool. Um, and then you have... I, I consider, like, poppy metal, but someone told me, no, that's not true. Like, Wage War, to me, is, like, mainstream, like, music. And then, like, you have, like, Gorgira, who's not... I mean, they're old. And then... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but well, they they keep yeah. producing music um obviously lamb of god um yeah. today i was listening to pantera which is was, like i the... not to <laughs> that's not the local scene no usual oh I mean. yeah yeah no 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 yeah. big scene so some of the local bands is more like yeah. um let's say like three piece which is a three piece metal band it's just a singer a guitar player and a drummer yeah yeah um they're cool um you have like dispose you have um divided um <clears throat> set for tomorrow um rvnt which their uh guitar player is actually going on tour with i set to kill in in the uk actually um cool so he's coming through um <clears throat> but these are like all from virginia all virginia um, like, yeah, yeah northern okay. virginia and stuff like that um but I feel like it's more like of a deathcore scene here. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's more, cool. Yes. Deathcore is in Virginia. It's alive and well. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because there, there's a meme going around about like how you can't put death metal and deathcore bands on the same set list because they're too different, <laughs> and everyone just kept repeating it over and over and over they, again. And I was like, oh my god. They did that <laughs> with like early Black Dahlia Murder playing with caliber yes. courts and stuff like they, yes. they were definitely metalcore not necessarily deathcore but yeah they, they were they were a core band that, that in their roots i think you know taking all the um like the out the gate style sort of swedish riffs and stuff borrowing those um so yeah it's happened man that was years ago <laughs> <It's> done. <laughs> they've done it it's like <laughs> you know yeah we're uh we're starting to come up a little bit richmond's there's actually people from hollywood that are like moving out here um, oh, so, okay. What for the music? Uh, just to be here. Just to um, live there. It's... Yeah, because like I guess um, they said the East Coast is starting to become the next like West Coast, and I was like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I was like, I don't know anybody who would want to come to Virginia. <laughs> cool. Um, because there's mountains, there's uh, there's a beach. If you go a little bit further, you have like. Tennessee and like the little bit further you got the Mississippi River a little bit down like I'm like surrounded by woods constantly so like Sounds my allergies nice. are always yeah always where I live I walk like five minutes that way there's like the worst project housing ever and then if I walk five minutes that way there's the worst project housing ever and then there's like beer cans and old shoes <laughs> path to my bus stop and then that's where I go and get the bus into where I work every day. That's where I live. So I think I'd like to come to where you are. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, I, I lived in the country, and every night I would drive home because I, I work late, and there was always a deer in the road. Always. Okay. I oh, hit one, that. and I literally cried my eyes out because I was like, oh, my God, I hit an animal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, it's different um, being able to sit here and talk with you. I'm glad that we had this talk. Um, 
I'm sorry I'm a little awkward. Um, no, but good, yeah, it's, it's a little early for me, but I appreciate you giving me some of your time. Like no I noticed you also do some instrumentals as well with some of your songs. How yeah. how's that like different? Is it just because like we I just did that to sort of it was a weird one because we put the um we put the record out during the pandemic and it was like yeah. kind of I definitely felt like it kind of squeezed it a little bit, it didn't kind of grow as much as we wanted it to, I guess. I mean we we decided collectively let's just put the thing out. We've been working on it for ages. And then um we yeah, I just I just decided I really like the idea of putting the instrumentals out as well. There's so it's just basically the the record, but then just without any of the vocals, just for people that want to listen to music without vocals. I quite like instrumental music. I like music with vocals as well. It's nice yeah. to be able to hear all the layers and stuff, like all of the, the the backing and stuff, like really clearly without the vocals. It's just nice to have two versions. It's almost sort of like it's a present almost to um anyone that's like sort of like got the CD or whatever. Um, on top of that, you can go on on the internet and listen to um, the the same songs without the vocals on, which is cool. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, we did like a load of different versions of the the various records that we've put out. We did like an eight bit version of our first ever EP, and then I did like sixteen bit Sega Mega Drive versions of every song on the full album that we put out, and then actually programmed music into a Game Boy cartridge for that album as well. So there were actually four different versions of that of that CD put out, one of which the Game Boy one was the hardest. I wouldn't do that <laughs> ever again. It was so hard to do. That was like reverse engineering. I had to work oh, backwards. Wow. Like, like, if you think about a Game Boy game has four channels of audio, right? One of which is going to be for sound effects like drums and explosions. And the rest of it is like three. So at most you've really got three notes you can do at once. You think about like a seven string guitar, right? We've got two guitarists to play seven <laughs> string guitars. That's 14 notes already. Then you've got a bass player with six strings on his bass. Oh, add an extra six to that. And then every other instrument that we're using like as the orchestration and the backing and the vocal melodies. So you've basically, you've got three notes to play with out of like the a hundred more, you know, the whole <laughs> area of polyphony available to the human ear so taking our music from like the dense crazy kind of structure that we've made the album and reducing it down to that was like hell it was, <laughs> did, so, it go, did it so, sound like a game boy sound it's, it just sounds cool i mean it's, yeah basically but it's like all the <laughs> on, on the jukebox available to listen to on because we made a game for one of our videos like an actual working game over the pandemic that's um, cool yeah, <laughs> Yeah, the, one of the videos is a game. You can check it out. It's a song called Zenith 2 Arcadia. So you can go on YouTube, whatever. If you play the game, uh, you can use the video as like a speed run. So it's like a walkthrough, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it's that was probably the, the most nuts thing that we did on that record. Like the songs are cool and everything. Like <laughs> they're okay. We, we put our heart and soul into those. But the game, <laughs> game that was yes. <laughs> that was crazy. Yes, guys, check it out. Check the Game Boy game out. Game Boy game. The Game Boy music video of yours truly. Not even the music video, just the, the, the soundtrack, you know, to the video game. <laughs> it's all there, man. Four different versions. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think instrumentals are getting big over here. Um, that's constantly all I hear now. And okay. like, uh, what was the band? Uh, Polythia? Polythia? Oh yeah, 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 sweet. Yes, um, that's a big one. Um, buried alive. I like buried alive too. Cool. Charles, Charles yep. Caswell. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I feel like 
different varieties and different things and putting different things out to get people to look at your stuff's pretty cool like t-shirts and like stickers and logos and music videos and lyric videos all of them like matter and I think that's very important you came up with four different ways to put out your music <laughs> yeah yeah definitely man yeah that was cool like actually having like a physical Game Boy cart to sell at shows with a screen set up at the merch stand for people to come and play it was like as a real way of people loved it and we were surprised how many people were into it as well we, we did like four batches of those carts and we sold out of all of them they're all gone so you know if you got one you're awesome <laughs> that's insane you know we weren't expected we, we've got like six of them which we thought like oh yeah we will we'll probably sell like one or two but then like they all went in the first like couple of days but everything and they just kept on going just to keep on buying more making more and stuff Oh so, my god, so you have the tedious thing to do is like put in the song over and over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's not too bad when you've got it all done. When you've compiled oh, well, it, all yeah, yeah, yeah. you can just kind of put it on there. But it's like, I've got to test them, I guess. But it was, just, we just didn't expect it to go off as big as it, as it did. Like, we just, yeah, we're still, there's like a shortage on the carts that we need. So we haven't been able to make any. But um, when we do put them back up, they normally all, they disappear so fast. So yeah, it really worked. It was really cool. So you're right. You really are right. It's um, like merch and stuff like that, especially if you can think of something really cool that, that I guess, I guess no one's ever done before. Um, then that's, that's like a big thing. It takes, takes a lot of uh, kind of, as my bass player in my band that decided, because Ivian, he, he, he just decided that he wanted to do it after a conversation we had after we found a, like an editor, like an engine thing that you can, you can make those games on. Um, so yeah, that was nuts. That was it was something I would never really uh, have considered myself doing, but I can put that I've made like music for a worldwide shipped video game on my resume now, which is something that I never thought I'd be able to do too. It's all art, it's all <laughs> creativity. So yeah, no, you're you're right, hundred percent. It's great. Um, this interview was good. I'm glad to have you. Um, you want to go ahead and put in your plugs so everyone knows where to go. Cool. Well, for for us, it's um, check us out on youtube which is just uh, type in archaeon that's a-r-c-a-e-o-n and uh, check us out on instagram facebook all of that stuff uh go and listen to our music you can do it on spotify you can do it by buying a cd from us from our website <laughs> where we sell cds which is still <laughs> a thing and people still listen to them if you like to collect you cds <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. Type type us into the internet. Archeon.com is a thing, I believe, or .co.uk, one of those two. So yeah, check this it out. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Guys, check every, um, the links will be in the description. Um, make sure you guys subscribe to both of us. Like look both of us up and subscribe. Yeah, likes help. Um, it's been a pleasure and I hope to see more live work from you. Thanks so much for having me, Tay. I really appreciate it. Good luck with everything with your channel. <laughs>